thank you so much for tuning in to the Remnant Godcast today. I am so thankful that somehow, some way, you have found your way to our program. And we don't take that lightly. Uh, God has given us tremendous favor and opened some doors in the last few years. And uh, he continues to do so. Hey, listen, my wife and I, we did have a baby on Wednesday. And so I just wanted to thank everybody out there that sent us such beautiful uh, notes and, you know, just, I mean, encouragement and prayers and what a process, what a beautiful process. And honestly, I feel reinvigorated um, as far as standing for life, because when you see the baby develop from the little bean stage, you know, right in, in conception all the way up until, you know, the birthing, which is truly a miracle. If you've ever witnessed a birthing process, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and just amazing when that baby comes out and, you know, holding that baby in your hands and knowing how fragile and precious she is. And uh, just thank you. Thank you for the prayers. And, and, you know, it just, like I said, it reinvigorated me to stand for life. And, you know, we're, we have about a year and a half, a little bit more than that, that we're going to be, you know, into this next election cycle now. And we're already seeing uh, the warfare, you know, on our president and, you know, just in, in, in different areas. And every day I talk to different people, you know, and, and, and hear their heart. And, you know, we, we dialogue about different things. But, but I want to, you know, just talk about today. So we came out of this Mueller report. And we covered it on the show, you know, and the whole Russian collusion narrative. And now a lot of things are coming out. Now, these things, none of, none of them should surprise us, right? Because we've been talking about anybody that's been an avid listener on this show or, you know, watches, uh, you know, the, the programs that we do or listens to the, you know, the Remnant Report that we put up on remnantnews.com, rmntnews.com, you would know that we've been talking about these things for a long time. But to people that are kind of just being red-pilled or kind of stepping into the truth community, uh, they're a little bit shocked because a lot of people were really thinking there was going to be an indictment on the president or his son or, you know, many people around him. And there were indictments, but none of them had to do with Russian collusion. And like the president said, the whole thing ended up being really a witch hunt. I mean, let's let's just be honest. It was. Uh, but now we're finding out that there was actual collusion and uh, there was actually a lot of corruption within the upper brass of the FBI, within the, you know, the, the top end of the FBI, the, the Obama appointees. I'm not talking about the rank and file. And Sean Hannity, by the way, has been doing a great job of covering this, Sarah Carter and others for a while. But I, I just want to just, you know, mention this from a Christian standpoint, because people say, well, you know, we don't really like to get involved in politics. And I, I know I keep, uh, you know, citing this, um, this report recently that said, I think it was like, you know, an astronomical amount is like 64% or something of pastors don't like to preach the full Bible from the pulpit because they're concerned of backlash and they're concerned of, you know, and, and then we, we talked about it before how that is, you know, a good reason why we are where we are as a nation. I mean, just, just go on Netflix, friends. Have you gone on Netflix recently? Have you turned on the regular TV recently? Are you seeing some of the shows, some of the movies that are produced? Do you think that these things are coincidental? Do you think it's just coincidental that, you know, I mean, I wish I could just open up Netflix right now in the studio here and just go through the titles, you know, of, of the movies. Uh, but I would encourage you to do that with your family, you know, not, not with your family, maybe with your spouse. Just go, go on to Netflix if you, if you have a Netflix subscription, and I would highly advise you don't, but if you do, go on there and just look at about 10 movies in a row and just see what they represent. And that's just Netflix. And so we've been producing junk and uh, really tainting the minds of our society for years now. Conditioning. And a lot of it is demonic. 
And a lot of people are afraid to talk about these things. I'm not afraid to talk about it because, well, I was a child actor and I, I witnessed a lot of things in Hollywood. When I was in my 20s, I was in the club scene in young Hollywood, witnessed a lot of things. And I had a radical Damascus Road encounter, you know, life-changing event in, you know, age of 23. So, you know, a good 20 years ago. But at that point, you know, I started really examining the world that I was in. I had always felt the darkness. And I'm not going to get into my testimony today because it's long. But I had always felt the darkness. But, you know, if you understand that these things are all connected. See, we have to first understand because the greatest deception that the enemy has tried to perpetrate on the people of God is, is that he doesn't exist, right? If, if, if we can kind of doubt in our mind, like, does the devil exist? Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Then in that case, you know, if we don't really know, if we believe in the devil, then we really don't need to have spiritual warfare. I mean, we don't need to do what the Bible says. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. We don't really need to war in the spirit, do we? Because we're not even sure if the devil exists, right? So if the devil doesn't exist, then, well, then it's just coincidental that these films and programs and, you know, I was just, I posted something on my personal Facebook page today about the Babylon court. In, in the middle of Hollywood that was basically constructed right there on Highland Hollywood to mimic uh, the set of the, the courts of Babylon. And people, you know, at first thing that they want to do to, you know, say that's a conspiracy, that's not true. But when they actually Google it and look it up, there's really nothing they can say because it is true. And, you know, is it just a coincidence that right there, dead center in the middle of Hollywood is the court of Babylon? No, it's not coincidental. And what did they do in the court of Babylon? Well, they did child sacrifices to Molech. That's what they did. And, um, you know, so, yeah, again, it goes back to, I mean, if you listen to this program every day, you'll know globalism is related to Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. Abortion is related to sacrifice of Molech, you know, and people will say, well, these things are just too heavy. I don't want to know about it, you know, but I, I think it's kind of like the Matrix, friends. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but you got to get red pill to understand the battle we're in. If you're not even willing to, to understand the battle, pastors, 64% of you, I love you dearly. I pray for you every day. Some of you are my good friends. I've been you before, but let's just be honest. If we're really afraid to understand the battle we're in, how are we ever going to win it? So Joe Biden threw his hat in the ring and he's trying to say, you know, uh, we're going to, we're going to make America great again. Hmm. I've heard that before somewhere. Actually, uh, yeah, it was uh, Donald Trump who is making America better than Obama ever did in his eight years of trying to, you know, basically sell out our country to China and sell out our manufacturing jobs, you know, send our jobs abroad, double our national debt, you know, push, uh, you know, Islam into our nation by, you know, transplanting thousands and thousands of refugees into places like, you know, Dearborn, Michigan and, you know, places all around our country i mean look at uh, the mall of america and what's happening in minnesota i mean you remember this was like uh, you know a, a totally americana area at one point now it's like you're walking through you know islama islamabad right i mean i'm not trying to be you know i'm not islamophobic i'm not against islam people get on my case and they say we need to show them jesus love absolutely we do we need to show everybody jesus love but we also need to be wise and understand the plan Understand the plan against our society. Understand the plan against Christianity. You know, if you read the report from Open Doors, you'll see that once again, Christianity is the most persecuted religion in the world. Why? How does this all relate to the Mueller report? Because that's where I started, right? See, I'm really good at just going on down a rabbit hole, aren't I? But the truth is, it is all related. Because the whole thing with Trump 
is that they've been trying to get this guy out. Why? Why? This, this was their insurance policy. Why? Why do they need an insurance policy? Why do they hate him so much? Why do they want to get him out? And why isn't it that the, all the Christians don't understand yet? You know, we need discernment, guys. We need to be praying about this. Trump is not perfect. He's not the savior. He's not somebody who we're all supposed to be looking to. But I will tell you, the fruit from Trump's presidency is pretty amazing. You know, the things that he's trying to accomplish, pretty amazing so far. And uh, a lot better than pretty much every president I've seen in my lifetime. And I loved Ronald Reagan. Don't get me wrong. I think he was a great man, a great president. But look, what Trump is doing is different. He's outside of this globalist cabal that many people say is conspiracy. So, yeah, of course they're trying to take him down. Of course, uh, you know, the Five Eyes spy network, you know, and, and, and the Steele dossier and Christopher Steele and people that are involved in that cabal. Of course they want to take him down. Of course there was a plan. Of course they had a plan to frame this guy, to take him out. Why? Because he's, he's disrupting their plans of globalism, of trying to take down our sovereignty. Why do you think that there, there's these NGO organizations that are funded by guys like George Soros that are telling people, come in the droves to America and trying to basically break down our borders, you know, and infiltrate our nation with a, with a pretty much an invasion. And I'm not against people from South America or anywhere else in the world. But let's just be honest, what they're doing here is what they did in Europe. And it's an invasion force. And what it, it's, it's meant to do is to take out our culture, to completely inundate our system. And so we need to be aware and awake. And if you still think these things are conspiracy and you're not understanding the bigger picture and the battle that we're in, just, just look at where the dividing lines are. Look at, look at what we're standing for. Life, right? I talked about standing for life. The, the other side are trying to kill babies after they're born. How can you align with that, friend? How can you align with that? You can't turn a blind eye to that. Look, you don't need to be a Republican, okay? If you don't want to be a Republican, I've been disappointed by the Republican Party many times, okay? And I'm not here to be Mr. Trump's uh, you know, cheerleader, okay? I know it sounds like that. But what I'm here to say day after day, night after night, is, is that we are in a spiritual battle. And we've reached a moment in history that's like the apex moment. It's like... You know, if, if you're watching a movie, this is like the, the very uh, you know, exciting part of the movie when it all comes together. And that's where we're at right now. And anything can happen at this point. You know, God gave us a reprieve. He gave us a season where the church can step up. I talk about it all the time. But if we're infighting and we're not even understanding, does the devil exist? Are there demons? You know, our, our babies, I mean, should we actually fight for them to live? If these are the things that we're arguing, we've, we've totally missed it, friends. We've totally missed it. And people say, well, why do you always say, you know, people got to repent? You know, why do you got to say that? People got to repent. Well, I say that because we need to repent. Well, repent of what? Our sin, our unrighteousness, the course that we've allowed this nation to go on for so many years, and we've turned a blind eye. We turned a blind eye for a long time, guys. You know, we allowed a lot of stuff. You know, we got... We got lazy we got apathetic you know we allowed a very small group of people to push us into moral decrepity you know depravity depravity um you know pushing god out of everything you know and and that's where we got to this whole russian collusion thing it was nonsense from the start we said it was but what i'm hoping now though is is that a lot of this stuff starts to turn around i believe that god says in his word it's true what was meant for evil will be turned around for good. And I'm just going to stand on that scripture because I believe that this whole thing that was meant to take out President Trump, that was meant to, you know, put in another globalist puppet, 
whether they be on the right or the left, another globalist puppet, I believe that this is going to turn around. And this could actually be a great awakening moment for many people. And especially in the church of God, you know, I mean, listen, we, come on guys, we can do better. We have mega structures, mega beautiful buildings, so much finances. I see some of the donations that people are so kind to give, you know, to the body of Christ. And I see where it goes sometimes. I'm like, well, now I don't blame people. You know, I don't blame people for having a bad view of certain pastors and, and certain ministries when I see them buying multiple jets and these ridiculous mansions. And listen, if you ever see me do that, don't follow me, okay? We live in a pretty modest place. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that pastors need to live in poverty. I'm not saying that pastors can't have a functioning car and a, and a newer vehicle and you know, can't have some nice things. I think that, you know, that's all good. And I stand by that. I think that's all good. But I think there's a line where we need to draw and say, you know what? Even if our ministry starts taking in millions of dollars, let's remember the mission. Let's remember what we're about. This is a blessing. This is favor. How can we give this back? How can we sow this back into the kingdom? How can we help people in our community? How can we be the church? Because with all the resources that we have, this nation should be rocking and rolling on fire for Jesus right now. And so I'm not here to judge and condemn today. That's not what this is about. But I just want you to be red-pilled. And that's why we do this program every single day. That's why, listen, my baby is waiting for me at home. I could, I could take a couple days break right now. It'd be nice. Tomorrow we have Mike Bickle on the program. Uh, he's going to discuss a very important topic with Shane Eidelman who has just wrote an amazing um, piece on Christians and Catholics, Can We Unite? And Mike Bickle is going to come on and discuss that. Listen, we're here to have the conversations. We're here to talk about the tough subjects. We're here to bring what was meant to be in darkness to the light. Let's get it out there. We want sound doctrine, and we want to move of the Holy Spirit of the living God. And that's why I do what I do. Because it is rewarding simply for the fact that the truth gets out there. It's not about me. It's not about my name. It's not about my ministry. You don't often hear me talking about like, hey, can you please give us some money? We need it. If you have a heart to do that, we'd love it because we really need it. But that's not what I do every day. Because I know that God will take care of our needs according to his riches and glory. We believe that. We stand on the promise of God who owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Our mission is to show up and be like Isaiah. Send me, I'll go, Lord. And I believe many of you guys are warriors. That's why you listen to the Remnant Radio Program, because you're a remnant person. You're a warrior. And you understand the battle is between light and darkness, and you can see. So it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't surprise me that the, the witches are praying against Trump, you know, and the, the people are coming out from under rocks to stand against these bills like the heartbeat bill that are amazing. I mean, we're, we're seeing some progress. I've been having people from unplanned on every day this week you know different actresses from the movie unplanned and just amazing their testimony what they've had to go through you know it's like it's like jim jim caviezel when he played jesus christ in a movie what he's gone through in his career they pay a high cost these actors and actresses but you know what this is like a modern day parable people are waking up and they're seeing we're starting to see a difference and I believe that as we get the conversation to continue to go out there and people understand the battle is between light and darkness. No, it's not about a transgender person coming into our children's school when we're at work and we're thinking our children are getting educated and they're being told, hey, it's okay to you know, be a pony if you want. It's okay if you want to identify as a dog. Make bark noises. It's okay. Well, you know, are you non-binary? What are you? I mean, California has gone off the cliff on this. No, that's not okay. And yet employees and employers are getting persecuted if they don't want to go along with this madness because that's what it is. But for years, we've been told we can't say anything. We've been told we got to be quiet or we're going to get banned and we're going to get, you know, 
literally like precision of language from the movie. What was that? The Giver? Have you ever seen The Giver, that movie? That's what they're trying to say to us. Precision of language. Don't speak those crazy words. You know, you're not going to get hired. No one's going to hire you. You're not hireable. Well, God, it said, I own a cattle on a thousand hills. Look at these women from the Unplanned movie. They took a chance, didn't they? Because they knew that they needed to stand for righteousness. That's what we need to do. I don't want to see that number 64% of pastors are afraid. Come on, that's garbage. We're going to be held to a higher standard. We better speak out. God's going to take care of our needs according to his riches and glory. God's going to open doors and he's going to put favor on our life. He's going to give us the manna that we need to get through. We need to stand up for righteousness and for the word of God in this hour. It is that crucial. The hour is that late. I'm sorry, I'm kind of going off here, but I haven't been on the, on the microphone for 24 hours and a lot going on in my mind. I want you to understand that we're going to see people indicted, okay? I want you to understand that don't don't worry about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's got a lot of skeletons in his closet. One of them is called the Ukraine, okay? Big skeleton. And that's just one of many, okay? Wait until all the women start coming out. There, there's a lot of there there. I wouldn't worry too much about Joe Biden. If Joe Biden is the guy that goes against Trump, I'll be a very happy camper, okay? But I know the Democrats probably have some some things up their sleeve because if they don't, man, they're running a pathetic campaign so far, I'll tell you that. But I do know Donald Trump has some things up his sleeve. And I do know that Christians have some things up our sleeve, and it's called prayer. See, if we would lead the culture, we need to tell everybody they need to repent, including ourselves. We need to turn from our unrighteousness. Imagine if we all got on our faces as a nation. And just said, Lord, I'm so sorry you've given us the land of milk and honey. You've given us so much as the Christian church here in America. You know, we've allowed things to happen on our watch, but we're not going to let it happen anymore. We're going to stand for righteousness. We're going to preach the full gospel. You know, we should have been pushing back more this last couple of years. I'll be honest, guys. We, we've been given a season here. There, our nation was headed down a really scary place, a really scary course. And if Hillary Clinton would have won, we would have seen even worse, worse things than what we've seen in the last two years. The battle has been intense. What did the Bible say? That even, even families would turn against you, right? Friends would turn against you. And I'm not talking about politics here. I'm talking about standing for righteousness. It just so happens that that comes into the political world because it's one of the seven mountains of influence. But I, I, I referenced earlier Netflix. What are you watching? Are you watching pornography? Are you watching stuff that's that you shouldn't be watching, that affects your love life, that affects your marriage, that affects your children. You know, these thoughts shouldn't be in your mind. They shouldn't be, you know, our, our, our eyes are the window to our soul. What are we watching? What are we spending our time doing each day? You know, I'm not saying you got to be like Mr. Holier than thou. Just be real. But be a man of God. Be a woman of God. Stand for righteousness. You know, spend your time in prayer. If you got to sit in traffic like me every day, Take that time to pray. Listen to the word of God. Feed your soul. Listen to ministers, podcasts, you know, but the whole thing is that we got to fight to stay on fire and to have discernment and wisdom and understanding about this battle that we're in, because if we don't, then we are going to lose it. Okay. Now everyone's, you know, a lot of people say, well, God's already coming back. You know, let's just back off. The rapture could happen tomorrow. Who cares what happens, right? Saints are going to be out of here. I don't believe that. I'm not saying that I'm post-trib or mid-trib or pre-trib. I mean, that'd be great if I'm caught up tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. I'd love it. But what I'm saying is that we need to be prepared because times are getting tough. A lot of Christians around the world are being persecuted. South Sudan, the Coptic Christians, the Yazidis in Syria. You know, we just saw, you know, Nigeria, uh, Sri Lanka, just over the Easter holiday. 
you know, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Churches are getting bombed by Muslim extremists. China is blowing up churches. Churches have had to go underground. Only state-sanctioned churches are allowed. We're seeing uh, a lot of stuff going on in Europe right now. Pray for Christians in Europe. There is a, a movement of God that's happening, but at the same time, many of the churches are dead. And we're seeing that here in America. Many of the churches are dead. Why? Because we've taken out the, the, the meat. You know, the Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Don't be the church of a Laodicea. Come out. Come out. Otherwise, I'm going to spit you out. That's what the Lord says. we got to preach the full gospel. No more 64% of pastors that are afraid. And, and these guys that are out there being Mr. Prophet. Now, I'm not against prophets. I, I believe in the fivefold ministry gifting. Don't get me wrong. But listen, if somebody's acting like the guy on, uh, you know, Oprah, Mr. Medium, you know, it's out there saying, I see somebody with a gray shirt. You have a black cat at home and your car is gray. Who are you? Yes, come up here. No, if somebody's doing that in the Christian world, let me tell you something right now. They're not Christian. Okay, that's a bunch of garbage. Don't don't listen to that prophecy on demand stuff. Okay, now if somebody gives you a prophetic word, I'm not against the fivefold ministry. I'm not against apostles. I'm not against prophets. They're real. It's part of the fivefold ministry gifting. But if you have a prophetic word or you get a prophetic word from somebody, not only is it going to bear witness to your spirit and be confirmed in the mouth of two or more witnesses, because that's what the Bible says, but it's also going to be from God, done with fear and trembling. I mean, they're not like, you know, the kinds of words that I'm hearing some of these fake imposters given out there. So just be careful. Be careful of Christian mysticism. Be careful of, um, you know, weird stuff that's trying to make its way into the body of Christ. You know, stuff from other, other religions and other, you know, cults that are trying to make its way in the body of Christ. Let's be wise. And you know how that, that happens? Because the Bible says faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. The Word of God is what we need to understand, to know, to study, to research, to spend time in the Word of God, to know what it says, so we can, you know, speak those scriptures out boldly, like Paul. You know, the demons knew Paul, right? It says, you know, I know Peter, I know Paul, who are you? The demons knew Paul. Why? Because he was standing for righteousness, walking in authority, standing for the Word of God. And so, you know, I could go and cover the news every day and talk about the Russian collusion, how Trump has, you know, seemingly beat that, you know, no obstruction, no collusion. And now the Democrats are doing this and that and all the stuff. And every day get caught up in the muck and mire. And we, we talk about it. We talk about it because it's it's good to be awake and it's good to understand, you know, and, and, and a lot of people say this is conspiracy, that's conspiracy. So we break it down. We show you that it's not conspiracy, that that was a made up word by the CIA, you know, in order to make people look weird with that we're trying to be whistleblowers. And yes, there are some true conspiracies out there that are fake like flat earth and all that stuff. But you know what? There's a lot of truth out there. And that's what we need to be truth seekers. That's why we need to, to stand for righteousness. And I might have upset a few people on that flat earth comment there. And I apologize if I did. I, I personally do not believe the earth is flat. I know there's some people that wholeheartedly do. Some people listen to this program. And I just want to say, I don't, I don't mean to offend you today. You can send me your research and I'll continue to look into it. But for my... My uh, research that I've done for about seven years on that particular topic, I have not come to any conclusive evidence to, to make me believe that the earth is flat. So, uh, you know, I do think there's real conspiracies out there. I think that people tend to take things a little far and we try to look at it from more of a fair and balanced perspective. But at the same time, we need to call a spade a spade. And again, I'm not calling you weird. If you think the earth is flat, send me the information and be happy to look into it. Okay. But what I am trying to say is that we need to seek truth. And real, the real truth is from Jesus Christ. The real truth is from the Word of God. Sound doctrine, discerning of spirits, fruit in our lives. We want to show fruit. 
You know, we want to pray for the peace that passes all understanding to get through this very trying time. You know, it's not about prosperity gospel and, you know, driving Ferraris and having jet planes and everybody's meant to have one. It's not about that. Okay, it's about being righteous in our living, in our lifestyle, and really one day stand before the Lord in judgment and having him say, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, that's what my desire is here in life, to do well for my family, for my daughter, for my wife, to stand and to be known as a righteous man. And I'm not perfect, and you're not perfect, because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But what are we going to do this day to seek God and to go deeper? What are we going to do this day to really make a difference? What's our legacy going to be on this earth? What are we going to do? So I just encourage you to continue to go deeper every day of your life. I think you're a good person because you know what? You have the heart for truth. And you probably love the Lord, too, if you're listening to the Remnant Radio program, right? Hey, thank you for tuning in. I hope I didn't offend anybody today. I know sometimes I do because truth offends. But I just want you to know everything I say comes from a place of love. And I'm always open to talking to you. And I'm always open to hearing what you have to say. You can go ahead and write me on Facebook at Remnant News. We, we pretty much respond to almost every person that writes us. It's a lot of people. But we, we have a, a desire to hear from you. We love you. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. Hey, come, come on the show tomorrow. Listen to the podcast tomorrow. We're going to have Mike Bickle. It's going to be a really good conversation with Shane Eidelman and myself. All right, guys. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Remedy Radio Program. Thank you for your prayers. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.